When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tire power. Winning deals always. MG. Coming soon to Mount Barker Auto Group. This is SENSA Summer Breakfast with Jared Walsh and Bryce Gibbs. Good morning, Adelaide. Day two of SEN Summer Breakfast at two minutes past six on a very unique Adelaide summer's morning. Um, Bryce Gibbs, good morning to you. It's very different to yesterday. We were preparing for 38 degrees and now it feels like winter's on the way. <laughs> morning, Walshy. Morning, everyone uh, who is listening uh, early this morning. Uh, yeah, weird day weather-wise yesterday. It was bizarre and it's just continued on this morning. was bizarre. Uh, we'll talk about the two and out under throughout the show this morning, but um, I was at the start line yesterday, uh, right opposite Adelaide Oval, picturesque, you know, the best venue, the best oval, the best stadium in the world, and um, everybody was sweating. And then uh, by the end of last night, where we had another race that finished in front of Adelaide Oval at the Rotunda, we almost needed jackets. So it's this is just weird weather's been happening for a very long time. And I know a lot of people get bored with people talking about the weather, but it's been a little bit unique. It certainly has. And living in Melbourne for 11 years, it's sort of got used to it. You know, mm. Packing uh, a jacket, packing a T-shirt in the car, just because, you know, you get the, the four seasons in one day. And then moving back to Adelaide a few years ago, I knew, no, nah, weather is going to be fine here. It's a lot more consistent, uh, a lot more predictable, but... Yeah, it's, uh, it's been all over the shop of late, so uh, not ideal. What about the weather in Melbourne? You, you just mentioned that. So yesterday at the Australian Open, they had to have um, a delay in play because of the the extreme weather when it came to the heat. And then last night, they had to postpone a couple of matches because of the rain. We, we talk about um, South Australia's Tanasi Kokonakis. So he's, he's currently leading Italian Fabio Foganini um, 4-2. Um, and he's five points from victory. So they've had to stop that match because of the weather. And there's also a, a bit of conversation about Foganini tanking. The commentators are saying, he's, he's not in this. He's not having a crack. So who would have thought that we've had to postpone Australian Open matches in a Grand Slam because of the rain when I think three of the, the venues are under cover? <laughs> yeah, it, it is certainly bizarre, isn't it? And and what... Just what a what a pain in the backside to to be only five points away from victory, and then knowing you've got to come back the next day, go through your whole warm up. He could win five points in a row and walk off Tanasi. Yeah, that's just that's just not ideal. Prep it, at it'd all. be good for him to do that. Um, obviously, last Friday night, disappointing um, at Memorial Drive. So um, we'll keep a keen eye on the Aussies and uh, keep you up to date across the morning. Um, of course, you can get involved as well. If you want to give us a call, one 736 736 Save that number into your phone. one 736 736 Disappointing for the Adelaide Strikers last night as well. Um, as a casual BBL fan, if you were watching it for the 
the very first time, a couple of things that that really stood out. You, you got to see a, a packed house at Coffs Harbour, which is brilliant, a, a brilliant advertisement for the BBL. There's a lot of people out there who are calling the, the death of the BBL and that it's over. Um, the international players return, so Steve Smith makes an appearance for the Sydney Sixers, the, the first ever Sydney Sixers player to score a century in the BBL for them. Nathan Lyon was there. Um, and also for the strikers, our team, Alex Carey and, and Travis Head, we're going to speak to Kez a little bit later on, but um, strikers losing another one, which is so frustrating. Yeah, you're spot on. The the game had it all set up to be an absolute cracker, didn't it? Uh, and unfortunately, it was uh, it was probably far from that. Uh, of winning the toss, putting, putting uh, the sixes into bat, I thought, all right, here we go, we're on here. But mm. um, yeah... A man called uh, Steve Smith, who you just mentioned, he looked in pretty good touch. Yeah, he did. Not only batting, making 100, some of his work in the field was unbelievable. I watched him get run out last night as well. I think it was Curtis Patterson at the other end who, um, look, Steve Smith getting run out, you could see the frustration on his face and the the aggressive way he was shaking his head, you could see that if if he got dismissed in a game of indoor cricket or cricket on Christmas Day, um, he would be equally as disgusted. <laughs> you wouldn't want to get on his on his wrong side, would you? And uh, I think it was the skipper that ran him out. Too. That's right. So Sorry, it was Moses on Yeah, the skipper. yeah. So yeah. I, w- I reckon he would have just avoided him for the next uh, 15, 20 minutes yeah. just to let him cool down a bit because uh, he looked filthy. Why I'm actually why I mentioned Curtis Patterson is that's, that's because the skipper Travis Head caught him out and and Trav gave he him a massive ang- send off. He looked angry as well. <laughs> so maybe there was a bit of uh, back and forth uh, throughout the innings, uh, which you know led to led yeah. to that. Uh, we are currently live at the moment, sitting in SENSA studio, Lumo, 1 King William Street, powered by Lumo Energy SA, energy from an Australian-owned company. That's Lumo SA, and if you walk past at the moment, you will be able to see um, our producer, Jason Regan, who is here. We wanted to get him on the air to say, welcome. Um, you're the you're basically the first voice that people hear when they do call us, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 You're taking care of social media as well. So it's, it's strikers-related. Talk to us about what's on social media at the moment moment. Jace, good morning. Um, yes, thank you, Walshy. It's good to be in here with both of you gentlemen. And yeah, I'm the uh, the duck on the pond, I think. The mm. proverbial duck on the pond. It all looks calm on the exterior, but legs are going at a million miles an hour under the surface. And uh, Twitter poll is up. So there's a we've got a significant premiership drought for our sporting teams in Adelaide on the men's side, not the women's side. The women are cleaning up. We've had mm. the Strikers girls win and the Crows have won a couple of premierships recently in the AFLW, but I believe it's five or six years now since um, an Adelaide men's team has won a significant, a professional uh, competition. So we're talking about professional sporting franchises in Adelaide. It was Adelaide United 15-16 against the Wanderers, yeah. um, one of the greatest days of my life. Yep. Yeah, well, that's right. You're a, a Reds fanatic yeah. uh, and a Strikers man. I think Strikers won BBL 07, but outside of those two, I think you've got to go back to... Well, probably the the 36ers or Port Adelaide. Uh, We're we're talking a significant drought in men's championships here in Adelaide. And why is that? Uh, We're so passionate about our sport in this city. Mm. I'm I'm more interested in the why than how we're going to break it or who's going to break it first. I'd like to know what Bryce thinks on this because he's a man who... Was a talented athlete as a youngster. Went well, off you to saying Melbourne. Was a talented athlete. I think he's still pretty talented, Jason. <laughs> well, he is. He's, he'd better be because he's playing for my Panthers and we need a flag. <laughs> Talk about premiership drafts. <laughs> yeah. That's part of 65 years there, right there. <laughs> so um, he's still got talent, of course. We know that. He's a McGarry medalist now. He is. At the Mighty Panthers. So, But, uh, Gibbsy, you, you headed off to Melbourne. 
Um, is the sporting landscape in Melbourne significantly different than what it is here in Adelaide? Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe not. It depends who you speak to, I suppose. Yeah. That you know, if, if you speak to any Victorian, they'll say they're uh, they're far superior and uh, has certainly got us covered over here in South Australia. But look, I'm not too sure. I think, I think when you look at uh, some of our teams over the last couple of years, it basically comes back to consistency, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, we've we've at times in a lot of our codes, we've got some great recruits, some great imports, um, some some put together some really good squads, but. Uh, we just can't quite, you know, string enough wins throughout the year to, to be so challenging. But um, look, I don't know, and I don't know what what you guys feel, but I feel in the past, you know, probably four to five years, Adelaide as a city and as a state has become a lot more appealing for people to come and live. Um, a lot of people for a lot of years used to hang a bit of shit on on poor old Adelaide and. Uh, I remember when uh, playing at Carlton, we, when we used to travel here, when we used to play down at uh, the old Amy Amy Stadium um, down at Westlakes there, we'd stay at the Hilton Hotel and we'd just drive down Port Road. So people that w- would come and play here in Adelaide would stay at the Hilton. They would only drive down Port Road to Amy Stadium, drive back to the hotel, then out of here. They didn't really get to see and witness what this great state has to provide. So they just hung shit on me all the time. How you, I mean, you don't need to swear aggressively like so, that at yeah. 10 past six in the morning, Gibbsy, well, right? Um, it fires me up, actually. Yeah, I know. Well, I can tell. <laughs> I mean, but it's just relax, all right? Um, so I think people start to realise uh, we uh, it's actually a pretty good spot to, to settle and, and live. All right. Well, so we, we want to know um, on social media, you can follow us on Twitter at 1629SENSA, but we'd love to have a chat to you. We want to hear your voices as well. One 736 So let's quickly make a call because the Twitter poll is up. So which Adelaide team from which sporting code will break the city's men's title drought? So the Power and the Crows, we know the last time they won a premiership. Adelaide United was 15-16. Um, the Adelaide Strikers was 2017. The 36ers was early 2000s. Um, Jace, give us yours. Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. Okay. Oh, Bryce? I'm going to throw a bit of a curveball one in there. And pardon the pun. Uh, the Adelaide Giants. Good. Oh, there, there's one we haven't spoken about. I reckon yeah. they're, they're on a winner here. And we're going to actually talk to um, the man in charge as well, Eric Bourner, about the Adelaide Giants at 7.15 this morning. Um, I'm going to say Adelaide United, uh, mainly because of the, the depth and consistency of the squad. I feel that we are one uh, central defender away from having the complete squad. I think um, our strikers are brilliant with Hiroshi Ibusuki up the front, Ben Halloran, Craig Goodwin. I think our midfield has a a great mix of experience and youth. Um, And, yeah, defensively, I'd love to have Jordan Elsie back, who's at um, Newcastle at the moment. But it's it's not always about us. We'd love to know what you think. Um, Before you go as well, Jason, I wanted to get you in here to ask a question. You're the digital guy, right? You take care of everything at this radio station. (laughs) Um, Which I find hilarious because Mm. before starting in this wonderful job at this wonderful company, uh, I could barely log on to Facebook. Mm. So it's been a steep learning curve, but yes, I'll I'll say yes. So what I thought I'd do yesterday is uh, drive home from um, the Santos Tour Down Under and have a listen to the podcast just to see um, how we sounded. Obviously, I broke the station to start the show, which is just a brilliant start to my return to radio. And I thought, let's just have a listen to see how we go. And everything is on the podcast too. So we have uh, a special intro that you will only hear on the podcast. There's some little Easter eggs hidden in there, every exclusive interview. And I had a listen. And um, what I love the most was the name of the SENSA Breakfast podcast. It is called SENSA Breakfast 
with Bruce and Walshy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for picking that up. G'day, Bruce. How are you? So Bruce Gibbs is here. No, spell check was obviously switched off. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Gibbs only comes out on Saturday nights. <laughs> Give us a call, please. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 Which Adelaide team from which sporting code will break the city's men's title trout? Uh, you will go into the running to win the Signet Boost Power Bank valued at fifty nine ninety five. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. We did mention we have a couple of big names on the show, as we will every morning from the Adelaide Giants. Eric Bolner joins us at 7.15. From the Strikers, Alex Carey at 7.30. We'll speak everything Adelaide Crows. Um, and next, we'll give you a sports update as well and let you know what's going on with Paul Seedsman. So we're going to chat to Harry Schonberg and Brett Maher, former Adelaide 36's legend Hall of Famer as well, just after 8 o'clock. It's 13 minutes past 6. Good morning.